You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. It's your boy, Steve, once again, for Cyber Time Bite, episode 51. 51, my gosh. I, 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 I cannot bear witness to how, how amazing I have gone with this podcast. 51 episodes. I passed the one year. I passed the momentous 50, which by the time you hear this is going to be out. And I'm pretty sure episode 50 is going to be awesome and amazing. You're going to love it. Um, and, and yeah, I mean. I can't thank you enough. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, hopefully, thank you for the zero people who bought my sports t-shirt who hopefully will buy it in the sometime in the future because sports are amazing. Um, but, but yeah. Today, I'm with someone who's been on my podcast before but in a different capacity than we are doing today. This person you may remember from the Dice Show pre and post con episode. Um... <clears throat> She was she was really nice. Her cosplays were you might if you already checked out her cosplays, which I'm pretty sure you had, you know that they're they're I know I say this word a lot, but amazing. I wonder how much I, I wonder I wonder how many times I said amazing on this show. I should count that. But um but the sh- but her cosplays were great. They were spectacular, they were over the top, may I say. Um today I am I am here doing a sit down one on one interview with the one and only uh the one and only Tilly, the cosplayer, which I forget the username right now, but oh, hi. Starfall. Starfall cosplay, yeah, Starfall cosplay. There we go. What is up, <laughs> my man? Oh, <laughs> uh, got done sewing some stuff and finally taking a break for today that that's good because sewing is hard oh i've stabbed myself plenty of times i i sadly like sadly i'm not a sewing expert like i don't the last time i sewed anything was junior high if you could believe that dude i love those classes i always got a's only class i got a's in i um i I, I sewed a pillowcase. That's all I did. That's 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 the only thing I sewn in my life. I never tried to attempt like do what you do, like full fledged, um, balls to the wall crazy cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> I generally bite off more than I can chew. You you did yeah, but but when but like this is not a video. I know this podcast is a video podcast, but I would pull the photo right now and I would say, look at this though. I mean, like the detail. <laughs> if you're um, if you're holding the one I'm thinking about, that took me eighty hours on just the embroidery. I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about the one that's your Starfall cosplay profile picture. Yep, that would be a fantasy AU Bakugo. Love that one. So you, proud. You you wear you wear that one like all the time to every convention. <laughs> So far, yeah, two conventions. I'm hoping to bring it along to my next couple, but we'll see how it goes. Did um, uh, I I guess I guess we can I guess 
I can ask this question. I don't think I asked you the first time we talked, but the, but now that we're doing one on one here, uh, I guess I can ask. What? How did? Where did cosplaying begin for you? Like, where did it all start? Like, where was the starting point? Oof. A very long time ago. Uh, well, I guess the sewing part started when I was around seven. My dad taught me how to sew because he's like, all right, this is something that will keep you occupied for a few hours and you'll leave me alone. He was right. It worked really well, and I still do it, and I leave him alone. Sometimes yeah. it backfires, though, when I need help. <laughs> but yeah. not long after that, I think it was beginning of high school when I was doing, like, my children's jobs I would dress up for people help them out with like kid parties and stuff yeah some of my friends noticed like wasn't doing so good depression and stuff was getting really bad and they were like all right we're gonna take you over here and they brought me to Daisho Con it's my first ever con and it saved me they brought me when I was still in one of my costumes after a children's gig, and I felt stupid, but then looking around, seeing everyone else, it's like, I feel right at home. So, so, so let me, so let me get this straight, so, um, so I understand. So, you, you got stressed out at work, and so there's, and so your friends came up to you and said, come with us, and you didn't change out of the costume you were in, so you just got into the car with a bunch of your friends in the costume you were in. They took you to Dice Show, and they and they just dropped and they, and you guys just went to Dice Show in your child in your child performance costumes, and you're like, I I fit just right along here. Pretty much, like I know at that time in my life I was in a pretty bad place mentally, and cosplay in the community surrounding it really helped save me. For uh. If, if I can share real quickly about my experience. Um, Go ahead. How cons came into my life is that I heard about these things because I, I went to RV shows for most of my life with my dad. And and I knew that the conventions existed, but I didn't know they existed for nerds. I thought, I thought, right. the, I thought the RV show was the only thing that existed. And... <laughs> And so, and so when I went, so when I figured out about like, you know, nerdy conventions, I figured out about Wizard World. That was the first one I figured out about. And, and I was like, um, okay, maybe I'll try this. And so I went and it was, a, it was an experience nonetheless. Yeah. And, um, I, that was, that was my very first con, Wizard World Chicago 2015. Um, one year after, no, not one year. No, it was, it was two, it was a year after I graduated college. And, and it was a, it was an amazing convention. I met a lot of great people. Um, so I was with my friends and it was just a great time. They're really nice. Like I've met almost. Oof, I want to say about ninety-five percent of my friends' base is people I've met at conventions. Yeah, because um, I <clears throat> I really want to go to Anime Milwaukee and Dice Show and, and maybe not GeekCon because GeekCon is sort of like an eh. Not not I'm not downing I'm not trashing the convention. I'm just saying like it just seems like it's there. Like it's just one of those conventions that's there. Yeah. Here, here's I a... definitely recommend the Daisho and Amki, though for Anime Milwaukee, I am biased since I'm a department head. 
Oh, so you work for them. <laughs> I, I work for them. You're, so, like, so what do you do, may I ask? Oh, I um, am a department head for panels, so I, well, this year, even more, I'm going to be accepting and de- declining the panels that come in. So Ooh. it's going to be awful when it starts. I, I hate, I hate the, I hate to do this, but give me a panel. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to submit like everyone else. Yeah, I know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'll be. I'll be fair. I'll be fair. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that crap. I'll be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play it good. <laughs> I'll be responsible. <laughs> Responsibility. Well, I'm twenty. I'm twenty five years old. I gotta be responsible now. <laughs> right. Um, but like, have have you talked to those other two people we had on the other on the post and pre con episode since since that time? Uh, Riley and I still talk. Sadly, not so much with the other two. Life and conventions goes on, but that's all right. I'll probably see him again at this die show. Yeah, right. Riley doesn't talk to me anymore. She she like just defriended me, and I'm not gonna go off about. It. I'm not that. I'm not that kind of person that goes like, do you know she defriended me? What the heck? You know, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not that sort of person. But like, I don't know why she did, but her choice. Probably the usual friend calling. But the friend what? The friend Facebook friend callings. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything about it. I mean like it's it's her decision to do that and I have no I have no right to say yay or nay. But Right. But um the the what what okay. And I'll be biased to your job of being con not convention, but um, panel leader AMA in Milwaukee. What is truly your favorite convention in Wisconsin? Oh, in Wisconsin, probably Die Show. Die Show of all of yeah. all. Yeah, I mean they have areas where they can improve, but they're still really good. But um, how many conventions are in Wisconsin? There's Die Show. There's Milwaukee. There's GeekCon. There's K- Kitsune. Kitsune. There's also WasabiCon. Um, there's way too many to count. Like, I'd love to someday get the chance to go to all of them, but I know that's not a realistic goal. Isn't a lot? Isn't isn't there like three near the Illinois border, and then there's like a like two up near Green Bay? Yeah, kinda. At least that I know of. If there are more, I'd love for somebody to tell me and show me. Because I, because I think if, if 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 that's all there is, then probably you're gonna have to go to Minnesota. Probably. Where I know they have they have a few up there. They got um M A Minneapolis, which is owned by the the same people who do Midwest and Connell Delete. And I know Lion Con happens over there too. Yeah, M A Detour. I don't know. I know about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And I, I wonder if they do one at Mall of America. That would be a pretty awesome. <laughs> that would be. They, oh, speaking of malls, I want I want your opinion on this. So, um, do you know how at the mall, right? They had the anchor stores, and then you know how since malls are dying, they're closing the anchor stores because they're not doing well in business. Yeah. What if 
they turned those in convention centers and they held cons at malls. Hmm. Depending on the type of con, it could probably go really well. Because, like, Wands had, had, like, because, you know, malls have Spencer's and Hot Topic and Journeys and FYE, if, per, you know, that's by mall, though. I mean, not every mall has that, but um, they, they have a lot of nerdy stores. And, and a lot of people, especially go to cons, I know, like, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people like going to these sort of stores. They can, not only can they go to the con, to the con have a great time at the convention, but they can also go to hot. They can go to like the their favorite store in this in the mall, like when they want to take a break, and then they can come back with like a wristband or something. Especially food. Food would be really easy. You just have to also be careful with the number of people who go and have dietary restrictions. Yeah, that's true. But, but like, but don't you think that'd be a a good idea? I think it could be. It would just have to start on a smaller scale, because most malls are not built for the size of conventions we usually have. Yeah, because because um, the buildings can be dilapidated from sitting there for too long. Right. But I think that's what my idea always was with these old dilapidated buildings ever since getting into the convention scene. I would love to see that, because, because one, it would be close to my house, and two... Um, it'd be really big, because, you know, it's just, I think it'd be a really smart idea, maybe. That would be pretty easy for people to move around in the buildings. Is, um, is, is there ever a store that you ever went to, um, in a mall, and you're like, this can go, go with my cosplay, this can go with my cosplay, but I don't have the money. Not really. Most of the things I look at, I just think, I know how to make that. And then I keep going. <laughs> I mean, like, are you more of a thrift shop? Thrift shop shopper. There we go. To, to get to get your uh, supplies, because you know that's that's cosplay supply, supply central right there. Uh, depends on the item. If I need something more vintage style or really beaten up for like a post-apocalyptic look I'll go for a thrift store mm -hmm. otherwise most things I usually pattern and sew on my own oh from like uh from like fabrics and and uh materials from like a craft store uh yep Joanne's is my favorite by far but um how about some how some place like a Michael's on occasion, I sadly don't have one locally, so it's very rare for me to get out there. So, Joanne is basically just like a bunch of fabrics, right? From like felt to to um, <coughs> excuse me, to like anything. Like it's just it's just um, a bunch of fabrics on walls and wheels. They do have a bunch of walls of fabric, but then there's also an area for beading, scrapbooking, knitting. I've actually, your sculpting areas came in handy. That's where I got some of the clay and stuff for making the necklaces on Bakugo. Yeah, it's really, it's, um, I mean, like, that, how are you saying the name when I cosplay again? Uh, Bakugo. Bakugo? Yep. Alright, I just want to make sure I get it right. So, so your Bakugo, your Bakugo, your Bakugo cosplay 
Um, was that something that that you're like? It, what fan is it from? A certain fandom, or is it? It's an OC, right? Uh, it's from My Hero Academia. They gave the artists some free reign to create an ending based on what all the characters would look like if they happened in a medieval setting. Mm-hmm. And the art is beautiful. It's one of the best anime endings that we've had for a while, and I loved it. So, so, um, so, oh, speaking speaking of medieval endings, the Renaissance Fair. Do you ever take that thing there? <laughs> I haven't had the chance yet, but I might try to this summer. Because I never, I never been to the rent to the rent fair, and personally, they're worth it. They're worth it. They are worth the time. They're just, I don't know. I've never been behind the whole medieval thing and the arrows and the apples and oh my, I gotta <laughs> get my mud in. <laughs> <laughs> I personally think they're a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not knocking you for. I mean, like, if you love it, you love it, and I respect that. Um, to, I like more of the convention setting where I'm in a building and I'm with a bunch of nerdy people like ourselves, and we're and we're like, like, I love you, man. I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is really nice. It it really is. Um, what do you what what um. What convention that you've been to that was like that was like well that part of it was really good but this part can use some can use a lot of work like like in a way of like being like like it, it's really good already but there's just there's just something that needs to be done just to make it better um after I went to Colossal last year I really wish Daisho would up their game to get on Colossal's level. Yeah. Like, when I went there, there was um, in-ring fighting. Of course, it was all scripted. There was the night swim, and there was a night rave in the water park this year. They keep a lot of things open after hours for people to go and explore more and do more in the area. Yeah. I just think that is really nice. I wish Daisho would do that now, but I don't see them doing it for a while. What what convention was it? I think it was Awesome Con that I saw. I didn't, I haven't been to the convention, but I know about for YouTube, and I I I believe that I I wish convention more conventions would do this, but I think they have a cosplay wrestling league. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds fun but dangerous. I, I know I pro- I know I promised you I wouldn't talk about wrestling, but I saw this and it's cosplay and I was like <laughs> It does sound like it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean I, I can't even believe it is this. <laughs> I, mean, I mean with some of the anime out there, I'm surprised there's not more of it. Yeah, I mean like I mean like I know you're not into it, but how but don't tell me that you wouldn't pay money. To see like your the like somebody dressed as Bakugo go up against Deku in a in a Falls Count Anywhere I quit match or something. I would be on board for that. <clears throat> I would I would love to see Tuxedo Mask like take on like God like um who who would be someone that he would that'd be go uh, go get against him. Um, 
Todoroki versus versus Tuxedo Mask in a in a uh, in a normal one on one match for the cosplay title or whatever. <laughs> I'd probably recommend them keeping like the cosplay stuff out of it, just because people would get way too competitive. Yeah, but but I I know I know I I said I promised I wouldn't talk about wrestling, but I <laughs> I had to bring That's that all up. Right. But um, but I thought that was really cool, and uh, I wish more conventions had that. But um, the a convention that I recommend um that I think you would like, even though it's like really really tiny, and and I don't know if you want to come all the way down here for just two days, but. They hold, but the the pop culture con that I go to, it's really tiny and it's very local, but it has a lot to offer because it has a lot of old school memorabilia and a lot of just like stuff that's interesting that not necessarily just anime related, but it's it's a <laughs> but it has just a lot of stuff and I think you would like it. Well, I know whenever I'm going to any convention. The one thing I've been looking around for is a girls own Panzer figures or statues, oh, and I haven't little... been able to find them anywhere. The, those little, those little, those little things that you uh, that that people have in their rooms of just all like the little poses of anime girls and their stuff. Yeah, they have those in the Midwest like all the time. <sighs> Yeah, but finding this particular show has been a real pain, and I'd rather find it at the con than buy it online. Pretty expensive online? Pretty expensive, but you also have the story that goes behind them. Oh, is it like a big exaggerant story? Oh, no, just like the stories of like I was combing through the vendor hall for blank hours and then I finally laid my eyes on it and knew it was the one. <laughs> oh, it's one of those where it's like, where it's like, like I, I was walking through the vendor hall and there, and, and thus there it was. The figure that I've been looking for my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, and I, sta- and I stared at his eyes and his eyes stared at me and, and and I said, "Come out the mommy." <laughs> <laughs> but then, thus it turns away, and as it says, "I don't need your money." <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, "No!" <laughs> oh man. That that would be funny if that's how if that's how it actually went. It would be. Um do I let me see, do I have experience like that? Um Maybe not for one item, but like when I go through vendor halls of conventions, um for me, it's not about me not like like not like how's how do I explain it? So it's a lot. I, I think we talked about this on the last podcast with with um, all of us when we were all on there. But like, I know that that people don't like going into the vendor halls because they're afraid of spending too much money. But yeah. But for me, it's not me not spending enough money. It's me talking with the people and then feeling bad that I need to buy their stuff. 
but um but but it's like but like i said or like we talked about the, the whole business card thing saying like hey you know like i'll take a business card and we'll get i'll get back to you later maybe um, yeah but um it's but but i bought a lot of great things at conventions from coloring books which i i'm i like the color pictures i i can give you examples but <laughs> um but like I, I also I also buy like a if I can find like old school gaming like N sixty four PlayStation stuff like that I'm all on that. Um, anything like that like anything old school like that I like. Um, how about you? Like when you go to a convention and you go to um, a vendor hall, what is like those things that besides the little statues you were talking about? What do you like looking for? Oh, mm. it depends on the area. Like like the like the state or like the where you are sort of thing. Yeah, like I know close to home. It they usually don't look for much, but if we go to a f- completely new area, then I'll usually step out of my comfort zone. Oh, because because uh, because of because of the artists and the different vendors from that area. Yeah, like I've gotten pretty used to a lot of the vendors we have up here, so when I get to meet new ones from different areas, that's when I was like, all right, let's try something different. Yeah, that, yeah, that's really cool. I mean, like I, for me, I'm that I'm not that um that sort of person that that get that meets like all the vendors because like because for me, I always think it's just people that just come from all over the place and they're just like, hey, convention, let's go here and sell our stuff. I never, I never, yeah. I never check if they're local or not. Um, I'm usually like that with the smaller, with like smaller cons, like the PopCon, you know, where I know that they're, that some of them come far and near, um, because like you know, there's places like Super Retro Land, they're from the south, and they came all the way up here to come to advertise their stuff, and um, other and other places like that. Um, there's a place up like makes sense too. They're uh, they're in Wisconsin. I think they're near Milwaukee or Kenosha or something. They're an old school gaming place. <clears throat> All right. Okay. So um, on top of that too, um, on top of you going out of your comfort zone, um, is there is there a convention that you really really want to go to that you haven't been to yet, and and want and want to be like, hey, uh, I met you guys at this convention. Come to this one; it's really good. Oh, uh, for me that would be C two E two. C two E two. Yes, I really want to go, and I'm hoping to enter it this year as a contestant in the competition. Yeah. I just have to wait for the rest of the forms to drop. You um, I can, I can tell you about. It. I've been there. 16, 17, 18, 1, 2, 3, 4, 1, 2, 4 years. I can tell you about it. Sure. So, so this year that just passed was the 10th anniversary, which I like to call it 10 years in the making. And so, and then when they hit 20, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it a, where it all begins again. <laughs> but... <laughs> But no, I mean the past four years I went, it was an amazing convention. It's a it it blow it it blows the roof off all, every time. I mean I I heard people having like some bad experiences, good experiences, but that comes with every con. Um, right. 
But from what I experienced, it's really it's really fun because um, they do pan they have C two E two after dark, which is the stuff that happens like after the the panel after the floor closes, and they and they open up like the vendor halls and stuff at the uh, at like on the upper levels, and they and they do like special shows. Um, I don't think anything at Daughtry, but who knows? Um, they they uh they. There's hundreds of cosplayers because the people who own C2E2 also own San Diego Comic Con and New York Comic Con, and this is just our equivalent of that. And so, and so there's millions of cosplayers that come every year who gather around from all around the country and maybe even the world. Who knows? And they and they come from all over and they just have a nerdy time, and and there's a but and you know there's. In the vendor hall, they just go through there and they go like to like the Marvel booth and the booth for for comic books and props and everything. It it's I love it. I went ever since I went the first time. I never stopped going since. It's it's worth every penny that you spent. And just don't spend so much, too much, or else you'll lose your wallet. If you know what I mean. Usually I try not to bring my wallet. I mean, like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying don't bring your wallet. <laughs> I'm saying like it's gonna probably break the bank if you spend too much. That's why I don't bring my wallet. I know me. I will overspend. So what you? So what you do when you when you go to the convention and you want to buy something and you go like, damn it. I usually try and think to myself, will I actually use this, or is it just an impulse buy? Most of the time, it's impulse. Is um, have you ever, have you ever bought anything out of impulse? Yes, too much. <laughs> There's actually a song called Impulse. <laughs> it's a good song. Like I fully admit, my dress form is an impulse buy. I mean, I mean, like it's. It's nice though. I mean, like all your. I mean, the only one, the only major cosplay I've seen was the Bakugo, but like the other stuff, like I think it's I've seen like a unicorn, like a My Little Pony unicorn, or some some. Yeah, other rarity. With my little pony, my little pony. <laughs> I love my little pony. My no, my one friend who's a dude who is younger, who's like. Like twenty twenty one, loves My Little Pony so much. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, My Little Pony. Hey, that's okay. To each their own. Yeah, I know. I'm, I mean, like, I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like, dude, stop watching My Little Pony. I'm not like that. I'm not that sort of person. But like, I'm just like My Little Pony. <laughs> I um. I but I, I guess I guess I could say the same thing about like me and like Gravity Falls and all that stuff. I mean like I don't know. Those are good shows though. They are. Um does the um I, I saw on your Facebook page that you're start I don't know if you're starting a podcast or you're doing something about like con experiences and people talking about it. What is that about? Yeah, over on YouTube. Um, well, one of the biggest things that I've always done with cosplay and going to conventions is helping to promote um, 
kindness, confidence, overall positive mental health in the community. Mm-hmm. And I figured, all right, let's try and do that at a bigger scope and actually talk to more people about it. So basically have been putting out there, like, I want to hear your stories on your cosplay confidence, the things that make you feel good about yourself, that kind of thing. Is um, anyone submitted yet? I've actually got a decent number, and I'm still talking with a couple of them continuously about it. Once I have everything fleshed out, I'm planning to do a couple of videos with people on it. So it's so sort of like a thing where it's like, where you like you get these people like in a situation like this, or possibly in person if you can, and and you like and you sit them down and, and you tell them and you ask them questions about like, how does the convention make you feel? How what's your feelings walking into it? Um, how did you felt walking out of it? Do you feel confident in your cosplay? Stuff like that. Yeah. I mean that's that's really that's really nice. I mean that's that's something that should be, you know, look up looked upon more in the convention scene. I mean like, especially with the people who, who can't, hold it together, in public. Well, like I I know personally, I'm also not the greatest about my own mental health, mm-hmm. and I've been slowly working on getting better. So, the idea came of like, why not try helping more people and be sort of a mental health ambassador. Yeah. I'm not sure what the words you would actually use for it would be, but mental help he- people out. Mental health advocate? Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, that, I mean, that that's really awesome. I mean, like, because a lot of people turn the cosplay, I feel, for the, like, the, the, not escape from their, I don't know if it's called escape from their emotions, but like the help them help them out, you know, like so they're not so they're not so um you don't feel so alone and trapped. Yeah, you um you feel like you're you go into this sort of world and you can and you and it's like some radical feeling where it's like where it's like I I can meet all the I meet all these great people and they understand me and they know me and co- and I can cosplay with them and they cosplay with me. And it's just like it's just like wow, you know. And then when I go back in the real world, it's like it's like it's, it doesn't feel the same. But I know my place. Yeah. Is it is it sort of like that to you? Yeah, it's like helping people feel good and just feeling confident and knowing that you're going to be okay even if things get really bad. Yeah, because... With cosplaying conventions saving me, I'm hoping I can help do the same for others. I, I think I think I can... I think I can direct you to a place where you can... It, this is a program you're starting, right? Or sort of like a program you're starting? Sort of. I wouldn't mind expanding on it, but I know it's going to take a lot of time and people. Because I, cause I know... A few guys actually who can probably boost your program and make it a thing if you if you want me to sh- sure if you want to shoot them over to me and as a message that'd be great yeah um the the website is called uh, cosplay convention center it's a website uh that that uh this guy who's really re- he's a really really nice guy and he can help you uh boost your your program the into into a, a better 
place if you if you if you're willing to go with it. Um, his name is Ben, and he uh, and uh, the website basically is that you go on there and you can find conventions, and uh, and you can find it by state. You can find it by uh, by a lot of uh, different segments and all that stuff. You can even have a an epoof on there. Um, the okay, so basically, yeah, the guy the guy is named Ben, and he has and he has the website. And on the website, you can make an e-booth that I suggest that you make so people can figure out where you're going to be. Um, and and uh, he has conventions on there all the time. And what you do is that after you make an e-booth, um, you can put pictures of yourself, a video of yourself, a description of yourself, add conventions into your profile. And then when you and then when you put the conventions in your profile, when they go on the website and find that convention. There's gonna be a segment. There's gonna be like a section under under like the description and everything of the convention is gonna be like eboof and it's gonna be your name's gonna be there. Okay. And they're gonna be like, "Oh, Tilly's gonna be there. I gotta go there." <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever get a booth yet. We're hoping next year is when we can start like breaking into the guesting scene. Well, I mean, it's not like that. I mean, it's just like it's just like saying like, oh, she's just generally gonna be there. It's not like a like a booth, you know what I mean? Because I'm on there. I have Cyber Time Blade and Adventure Time guys on there, and that's okay. And, and when I and when I uh, go to and when I go to a convention, I usually go on there and I put myself on like under that convention, so people can be like, oh, Cyber Time Blade's gonna be there. I gotta see him. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's I bet there's no one who said that. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. I mean, like, um, oh yeah, oh I forgot to tell you. Um, no, I gotta tell you. Speak, speaking of my Cyber Time Blade and the capacity conventions, are, I totally forgot about this to tell you. But um, I made a channel called Con TV on this website called Stream TV. Okay. And basically, you take videos from Vimeo, Daily Motion, YouTube, and you put them into your you put them into your um, into a system where all the videos get scheduled in like a like a television schedule. And and I have one that's based on nothing but cons and everything about cons. That's pretty cool. I'll have to go check that out. Yeah, I can send you the link. Um, it has fan panels like panels with cosplayers. Professional panels with voice actors and stuff like that. Um, con halls, con vlogs, con reviews, um, all that. Okay. It's my big old thank you to the con community. <laughs> I would think people like you would appreciate my work. <laughs> I think so. I, if you want me to put you on there, like your cosplay co- contest or whatever, I'll I'll be down to do that if you're <laughs> okay with it. Well, you'd have to talk with uh, Fox Den Media. They're the ones who have taken all the recordings for every contest I've been in so far. Oh, so so you no you no you got it so far. They know you had the the professionals. <laughs> oh yes. Like. Like was there a time when was there a time that you were like using like a just a, a lonely old camcorder and you were just like like recording me doing this? I've never had a camcorder, but I've always used my phone. 
that so like so like you it was was there ever a time when you when you were like you know like before the professionals came in that you did like you know the the threw a potato away kind of yeah way back in the beginning thankfully i don't have any of that footage anymore because i'm sure it was atrocious <laughs> it was it probably was a lot of co- classic cosplay at the time yep pretty much what okay i know this i know this question is going to be hard and i know bakugo is your is your yeah boy pretty much but pretty much favorite cosplay that you ever done Oof. does it have to be finished Sure. Okay, damn. Then, yeah, it'd be Bakugo. Bakugo? <laughs> I'm sure he's going to be dethroned soon, though. Why, you're making something new and spectacular? I am working on two of them. One is a secret competition entry, and the other is a C2 from Code Geass. Secret, secret, con- secret contest entry, ooh. <laughs> Yes, I, I can send you a picture later, but this one is on the hush and hush. <laughs> I won't tell anyone. I promise. Awesome. No, no, seriously. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I won't tell anyone though. But I gotta see it. It's got. It's gotta be awesome. Sending over the picture now. There we go. I feel I feel my hands feel dirty just looking at this photo before anyone else. But it's, it's... <laughs> very few people have seen it so far. Oh, that's nice. Right. It's a dragon. I, I'm very excited. It's a dragon that looks like a really fancy dragon, and it looks fancy to the fanciest. The fanciest of fancy dragons. It's the it's the it's it's the it's it's extreme, and that's why I like it. <laughs> right? And I'm killing myself because most of it is going to be metal. So I've had to get special permission from the conventions just to go. I mean, can you just ask Metalco? They're metal. <laughs> <laughs> they would be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. That would that would be funny. Um, are you a gamer though too, on top of all of this? When I have the time, which is not often. When you do game, when you game. Um. Oof. Witcher. Um. Metal Gear. I still have um. Some of my older games. Like a Vanquish. That one was really fun. I missed that one. Otherwise, I I spend a lot of time on Ark because dinosaurs. Um. Did. Were you, did you ever get into Guitar Hero? Was that ever something that you ever played or ever got into at one point in your life? Only with friends, but even then, not very much. Because when every time I bring it up, people say like, "Oh, third game." <laughs> Wait, was that the one that you played? The third one? Um, probably. Yeah, because that that's the one everyone seems to like the most out of all of them, and. I'm not saying that I don't hate the game because I love the game. I love every single game because I own I own them all. Like I, I collected every single Guitar Hero game and I played them all and I know and I know how they all work. And and it I mean it's hard for me to choose just one. If you were to ask me right now what's my favorite Guitar Hero game of all time, I 
I know what my favorite is, but like it's hard to like be like in general being like, oh, this one's better than this one though. Yeah. Like real quickly, um, my fav my favorite Guitar Hero game is called Guitar Hero Smash Hits. It's basically it's basically a game where they where they're like, hey, everyone who loves the game, go to the website and vote for your favorite songs from the first. One, two, three. For the first four Guitar Hero games, and we'll tally up all the numbers after we're done. And and so and so for like month. I don't know how long it it went, but it went for like a long time. And basically, all the fans went to the website and they went and they had the set list for Guitar Hero one, two, three, and eighties, and encore rock the eighties. And they and they just. They had people like picking songs off the set off the full set list of each game and every song that had the higher numbers like got put in the game. And and on top of that they, they replaced all the ones that weren't master recorded, they got the master recordings of, and they added the the drums, the bass, and the singing on top of that. And and I thought and I thought that was like really cool and that's why I make and that's why it's one of my favorite games ever. That they made. Nice. Um. So, so if if you weren't Guitar Hero, were you DDR? Because you know, cosplay yeah. DDR are like hand in hand at this these days. I've never tried the Dance Dance Revolutions game. I am pretty bad at them, so I try to stay away. So yeah, so like. So like you you consider yourself not really DDR esque? Not really. I've tried and I've failed. I um I'm trying to get into DDR because like if I can be good at Guitar Hero, I can be like, well, I can be good at DDR too. <laughs> and so And so I'm so I'm trying my best to get on the on the pad. <laughs> the best I can. Yeah. Um so, so like, do you do you like reading? Is reading like a, a like a thing too that you um since you're not really a gamer and and you mostly work on cosplay, do you read like to um to gain knowledge on cosplay, or are you just like reading just the for the heck of it? Um, most of the books I have are reading for the heck of it. Uh, if I am reading for research, it's usually online, mainly yeah. because most of the books I want are really expensive. I don't know. I, I don't know why they make books so expensive. It, the internet is taking over reading these days, so I don't know why they make books so expensive over internet reading these days. Yeah, it does kind of suck, but then at the same time, I do enjoy being able to support the authors more. Yeah. I mean, like... I mean, there's to say I have books too, but a lot of the books I have are not saying they have a lot of pictures in them, but but um, I have I have actual books with like word like they're just you know words and actually have story and stuff like that, and they're all they're all pretty cool, and I like reading them every every so once in a while, and it's it's pretty it's pretty fun to do every every day, not every day, but every time I can. Um. Does your cosplay ever go like in a direction where it's like where it's like, hmm, this goes with this, but I'll tweak it a little bit so it doesn't feel like it is. 
sometimes. Like, like you want to fool the audience. Um, that would more be on makeup, I guess. Because... Like, I don't know if I have photos of it because of how long ago it was, but for one of my LARP events, I had to do a character who had red skin. Yeah. So, of course, painted myself red. I had the horns blended perfectly so it looked like they grew right out of my skull. Went the full extra miles on this. And then my friends made the horrible decision of, hey, let's go get some food before we get to the event. Yeah. So we all climbed into my friend's truck, and they made a horrible decision. They let me get in the bed of the truck, completely red, yeah. with fucking demon horns, <laughs> as we're riding around. I told them, like, when somebody gets behind, let me know and pretend you don't see me. <laughs> And so finally somebody pulls up behind us, and I just popped out, stared at them, like, gave them the creepiest laugh I could, and just popped back down on the bed of the truck. Yeah. It worked so well scaring these people that a month <laughs> later, I heard from my friend's mom, like, yeah, some people came into the church not too long ago about seeing some red demon. Oh my god. <laughs> I felt proud. I fooled the masses. <laughs> yeah. You 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 fooled everyone to go into a church and go like and for them to for them to be like, I saw the devil. Pretty much. Oh my god. Oh my Level god. is epic. <laughs> you you must have did a fantastic job of fooling everyone then. Oh, I love this character. I wanna do it again, but painting myself that took hours. I um my voice work. Uh, I I can't. I I can I can go this low if I really wanted to. <laughs> but that hurts my throat. Like my God, that hurts my throat. But um, but like, but um, you're not in the homestuck, right? Um, not really. I tried. I can't get keep all that knowledge by the characters straight in my head so I kind of gave up on it because do you know you know who Acuus is at least I think I do he I can do his voice and um and it, and it sounds like this I I, I think that I <laughs> I had to go across the room to be like uh, I I don't know <laughs> Yeah, I can do his voice, and that's what it basically sounds like. And, um, I can also do, um... Who else can I do? Thank you. I, I, yeah, I can do the actor's voice, and I can... Oh, I can also do 2D from Gorillaz. I, I, I can do... I can do his voice, and... I... I don't know what to do... About... The, the album... The newest album and the tour. It's weird. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, those are the those are the two voices I can do like very like very well. Um, that I I believe I can do. Um, do you voice act? Do you like voice acting, or is cosplay more of your driven desire? Mainly cosplay for me. I've 
never thought about getting into the whole voice acting thing. I mean, like, what, I mean, if you really wanted to get into voice acting, you didn't you didn't have to make a voice. You can just use your own voice if you wanted to. If there was a character that's fitting just for your voice alone. Right, just finding a character like that is probably pretty hard for certain people. Yeah, I mean, like, that'd be cool, though, if, you, if you're up for that. It would be pretty nice, yeah. So, does... Does your um does your hobby go like intertwine with real life, or is real life or is your real life stuff different from like your hobby? Um, I'd say it'd be pretty concentric. I mean, I LARP, I do um cosplay, and then of course the sewing all the time. The the sewing. Um, yeah, so most of it's pretty concentric um larping is when you go out and go on and do like physical role play right yep where where do you do yours is like out in the middle of, the, of a forest in middle wisconsin kind of we've got a bunch of locations all throughout wisconsin that we go to what's uh what's your latest one uh the next one is actually gonna be um not this weekend but next weekend at uh, Rhinelander. Oh, Rhinelander! I'm gonna be. I'm gonna yeah. be. I'm gonna be in a uh, Manaqua that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Not too far away. Yeah, I'm gonna. That's. I'm gonna be. That's. I'm going. I'm going up there to stay up there for three days for like a, for vacation, and it's gonna. It's gonna be pretty fun. I. I, I highly doubt we're running into each other, but the, But that's where. That's where I'm gonna be. It's. <laughs> Um, have you ever been there yourself to that town? Um, not that I know of. It's a nice town. They have a huge lake, and and uh, a lot of a lot of like shopping options, like like thrift shopping and uh, not like clothes and stuff. on like antique, like sort of antique sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, they had Book World, which shut down, which I'm really mad about, but. Um, which we call it. Um, they got they got a lot of stuff. That jerky, beef jerky. If you're into beef jerky, kind of. Um, and you know a lot of a lot of things like bowling alleys and mini and miniature golf. You know the the attract the attractive stuff. Um, but yeah, I like I like Wisconsin though. I mean, like it's one of my favorite places, honestly. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's been, it's been, uh, it's, it's just really cool every time I go up there, honestly, you know? Yeah. I've been to the, I've been to the Dells before. I've been to the Dells, uh, twice. I went there once during the summer, because I went to Mount Olympus, and, and I didn't go to Noah's Ark, but I went to Mount Olympus and to the into the McDonald's that looks like a log cabin, which is amazing looking. I love that place. Um, the food is delicious. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, is that your local McDonald's actually? Oh, um, eh, sometimes. Because, because if that's your local McDonald's, I am so jelly because that's the most awesome looking McDonald's in the world. 
Um, what, what's your favorite? What's your favorite part about living in the Dells? I mean, because you actually live there. What's your favorite? Part? Uh, oof. Probably the tourists. While I hate them, it is entertaining to watch them. Do you, do you live close enough to like you know Mount Olympus and Noah's Ark and Pirates Cove and all that stuff to be like you can just go there like as like a daily activity? I would never go there daily, not willingly. But about ten minutes away. So yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of like you know if I want me to go say I'll just go here. If I want to like if I want to go to a water park, I'll go here. It's... Yep. That that's funny. Like it's it's funny like just to go to a place that's known to be like really popular like that, like like the Dells, and you just live there and you can just be like, oh, I just go to the Mount Olympus every weekend for the summer. Yeah. It does get a little bit boring, though. You get kind of numb to everything that goes on. Oh, like it's kind of—it's kind of like—it's kind of like it doesn't feel as special because it's just like where you live. Pretty much. Yeah, that's. I mean that—that's—that's that's how it feels. I guess for a lot of people, where they, in the town that they live in, they—they they just know where everything is, so it doesn't feel as special anymore. Yeah. I mean, where I used to live, honest, um. You you don't do you have a shopping mall by your house? Um, just the outlets and the dells. There's nothing too special. Yeah, because I'm not trying. I'm not trying to make you jelly or anything. But my town that I used to live in is the second biggest mall in the country. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's really nice. I mean, that probably nothing that you go there for cosplay things unless you really wanted to. But it's nice. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, um, I feel, I feel like we had a great conversation, don't, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. I think we covered all, I think we covered all the topics and, and, and we covered about your amazing, amazing cosplay, which. <laughs> Thank you. Um, where can, where can people find you if they want to support you? Um. That would be oh, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube recently. I admit I am not doing so hot uploading on YouTube, but I'm hoping to get better. Um, you can thank you. I, I want to say thank you everyone for listening to episode 51 of Cyber Time Bite. And you can find me on Facebook at Cyber Time Bite. Follow me on Twitter. At nostalgia, at nostalgia vamp. Uh, buy my merchandise at redbubble.com under Crash Steven Gear, where you, I'm talking about all you pretty faces out there, <laughs> can can wear my T-shirt. This has the spork on it. Come on, everyone, you know the spork is the most ultimate of them all. Even you, you know, you would cosplay a spork if you could. Oh, totally. No, 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 no. No, your Bakugo needs a spork. <laughs> it needs a spork, because if it doesn't have a spork, then what weapon does it really have? <laughs> it, it, it picks up stuff and scoops stuff. It's the most... It's the best! <laughs>
take that, knuckleheads. <laughs> yep. And Buffalo and Buffalo Bills and Denny's. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know I'm referencing a lot of restaurants. Oh, and, you're good. Which are I never I've been to Knuckleheads, but I haven't been to Buffalo Buffalo Bills, and that place looks pretty awesome. Um, Just careful of the train. Sometimes it spills food. It does. Yeah. It, uh, but it looks fun though. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, thank you once again for coming on, and and thank and thank you for being the fifty fifty first guest on the show. <laughs> Anytime. So, I will see all of you next time. <laughs>